0: Hello Parent Warrior. I'm doing something very special for parents of children who have reading problems or ADHD. If you're tired of hearing your child say to themselves, I'm not smart or I can't do this, I have something special for you that I know will help. It's my free Building Child Confidence intensive workshop series. This is a five-day challenge that I only do a few times a year and I do it live so register for my next challenge at buildingchildconfidence.com now if you do need immediate assistance or help and you want to discuss your child's problem privately then schedule a complimentary 15-minute consultation call either way I am here to serve go to jessicashields.com to schedule your call today
1: this is Parent Them Successful with author and licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. Your child no longer has to struggle. On this parenting podcast, we unravel the complexities of the education system, give insight into intervention services, and offer encouragement and tools alongside your parenting journey. It's time for your child to thrive. Welcome your host, LEP Educator and Mama 4, Jessica Shields.
0: Hey, and welcome to the Parent Them Successful podcast. I am just so glad you are tuning in. Hey, did you know that a healthy attachment relationship between mother and child from the day the child is born can actually protect a child's health mentally and physically? Did you know that? It can also create healthy bonding for generations to come. And this is all true. And that's why today I want to spend some time with you just talking about the benefits of healthy attachment and how you can ensure that your child is attaching in a healthy way. And most importantly, how to maintain a healthy attachment as they grow older. Super, super important. Now, the goal really here is to raise a socially and emotionally secure child. That's a child that can function well in society as they age. And I have something special at the end of this episode. I am actually going to be sharing a few book recommendations that I think will help you grow in this area. Because I'm all about learning. I'm all about sharing information, and just growing and developing professionally and personally. Now, this episode is for you if you are a newer mom or a seasoned mom, if you are a foster mom or an adopted mom, or even if you're a grandmom. I got you covered. I got you. So tighten up those earbuds and tune up or turn up the volume because this is going to be good. Also, stick around for your weekly challenge. And of course, your loving reminder, it is sure to bless you, I promise. Okay, so I want you to think about something. If you think about human nature, We thrive on being together, on socializing with one another, and we've learned so much about ourselves just from being shut down for that year, right? And, you know, we long for this togetherness, and it it does have such a profound impact on our mental health, and we've seen that with our kids, we've seen that with ourselves. This is all scientifically-based, evidence-based information. And in learning these skills of togetherness, think about babies, Think about children. They actually need direct help, the help of their parents and others who actually take care of them to develop these skills. And the requirement for meeting these needs has caused the need for attachment to caregivers uh, for the baby. So now the caregiver can be the babysitter. It can be grandma. It could be whoever is spending that time caring for that child. But first, before I go into attachment further, let's really talk about what that is. Because maybe that's not a term you hear often. Uh, Working in mental health field and in education field, I have to understand, uh, you know, a lot of terms and a lot of uh, types of theories that relate to child development. So this is one of those things where we go around saying, oh, uh, how was the attachment when they were born? Or, you know, it's something that we typically talk about in in uh, a more professional field. But it's important, I think, for parents also to know that term because it is an important key concept in growth and development. So first, attachment can be defined as A deep and enduring emotional bond between two people in which each seeks closeness and feels more secure when in the presence of the attached or attachment figure. All right, so in other words, basically it's a connection between the parent and the child where the child actually feels psychologically safe when the parent is near or close by. And typically I will say parent because that's who, uh, in most cases, is the person that is the primary caregiver. And of course there are exceptions to that. Now also attachment allows for the child to actually have a secure base that's necessary for exploration. And that's for exploration to learn, uh, to learn how to relate with others, and their well being their motivation, and even taking on opportunities. So, you know, you have to be able to feel comfortable, safe enough to even take a chance, right. And so that's, where we talk about the importance of having that secure base, having that, um, having that closeness or that security where you feel like you can take a chance when you're with that person or around that person. You think about babies, they take chances all the time without even thinking about it. They take their first steps, right? They take their first, um, the first try of some food or a certain toy, or they like to drop things on the ground just for fun, just to kind of see a reaction. So they're always testing their environment, but they, as long as they feel safe in that environment, they are going to test it. So think about it that way. Also, um, it's important for safety. It's important when we're looking at attachment. It's important for uh, stress regulation, adaptability, resilience which in turn influences how children respond to stress at the physiological level. You know, if you're really stressed out, it will show up in your body. And you think about people who have heart disease, that stress can cause like physical disease, actual disease in your body. So just think about it in those terms. Now, this also can contribute to how a child uh, grows to care for themselves. And this could be their physical bodies and other attributes connected to physical health, which I've mentioned. But eating healthy, um, taking care of your hygiene, um, just all these wonderful things that we should be doing that are healthy habits, are psychological safety net per se and our attachment actually does connect directly to how we care for ourselves yeah you think about if you are not feeling like the the world is your oyster okay and you're kind of feeling down you may not be taking as good care of yourself as you normally do. So you can see how those emotions come into play, even with physical health. Same thing with kids, same thing with them. So again, it's so important for us to continue creating and maintaining healthy attachment. So with that being said, I want to talk about the importance of this whole process of creating and maintaining a strong attachment with your baby. So if you're a newer mom or you just had a baby or you're expecting, what a great episode to listen to so you can make sure that you're on the right track in giving your child what they need to have a healthy, secure, psychologically, emotionally secure life. So the way that you attach with your child early on will determine how your parent-child relationship emerges and how it influences other parts of their development. And don't be discouraged if you didn't get to do this with your child. Maybe you're fostering or adopted a child. Don't get discouraged because these things can still be taught and they can be practiced. So just stay hopeful. But it is also important to know that attachments are most likely to form with those who respond accurately to a baby's signal. So looking at the baby, it's not always the parent that they're attaching to the most. It could be someone else based on how they respond to that baby's needs. So for example, baby cries, right? What would be an accurate response to that? It would be, of course, to respond with comfort, whether it's food. Uh, It could be a diaper change. It could be a nice belly rub to ease discomfort. But children who have experienced trauma, and this might be a person who, you know, if you're fostering or you adopted a child, they may have a history of trauma. But children who have experienced trauma and abuse may have been harmed as a result of crying. And I've seen this in some of the special education cases that I've had to conduct where um, shaken baby syndrome was one of the, uh, the problems mentioned in the health record. And that of course is an example of trauma it is an example of abuse and this can cause attachment issues and bonding issues trust issues that can last a lifetime so that's why it's so important these early years it's really 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 important to nurture and love and show them that they are secure and safe with you and that you're going to respond appropriately to their needs. All right, so that being said, I I want you to understand that the developing child is so very 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 vulnerable. and using attachment or understanding attachment is is critical in how you are raising your child. So, understand that attachment is also a form of early social interaction. So how are they going to respond to others, their peers, their dating relationships in the future, right? All of this stems from those early interactions and the presence of early social interaction between the caregiver and the baby really does affect the baby's cognitive and social emotional development. So we have to look at the quality of this influence. What is the quality? The baby may adjust its social and its familial and its romantic relationships based on the quality of that attachment that's happened early on in life. And this could be positively or negatively. And again, it can affect their physical health as well. And that's why it's so important that, We are doing certain actions and taking certain responsibilities to ensure our children are attached well. So what they experience, and we're talking about younger children in these formative years, it actually does teach them to link their emotions to an external or internal trigger. So for example, the baby who cried and got what they wanted like if they wanted food or they wanted comfort, they got it, then they're going to have that connection that's healthy versus the baby who was shaken because they cried and abused. They're going to associate the crying with something negative, something bad is going to happen. And it's that person, you know, they can also associate it with a certain person. But with these experiences, babies do mature Um, against these threats, and they develop physical and mental protection methods that will help maintain their safety and life. And the proper attachment can actually help them choose healthy methods to help them cope. So basically, instead of looking for violence to cope with uh, a trigger, they may look for hugs to relate to or cope with an emotion or trigger. So it really does impact them. And you're like, okay, enough of that scientific stuff, Jessica, you know, how can I ensure that I'm connecting and promoting healthy attachment with my child, I want to make sure my child is good. I got you. So here are uh, just a few ways to do this. And I'm sure you're already, if you're listening to this, you're probably one of those types of parents who naturally connects well, but you just want to make sure, kind of like me. So one thing you can do is you can respond sensitively and appropriately to your child's needs. And we talked about this. So remember, first of all, that all behavior is communication. So always seek to understand what your child is trying to communicate and then respond appropriately. And just like the baby that I, the example that I gave you with the shaking babies, you know, of course that's inappropriate to do that if a baby is crying and we have to figure out, are they sick? Are they feeling well? You know, if there's a temperature, you know, we have to look at all those things and show that we're going to care for them. Uh, Another thing you can do is, Understand that attachment is characterized by specific behaviors in children, such as seeking proximity. You know, they want to be with you, especially when they're upset or threatened. So when your child feels this way, just comfort them. Use maybe physical touch and affection, but just show compassion. Because as you show compassion to them, they learn compassion and how to show compassion to others. So that's healthy connection, healthy attachment. Also, here's a, a really, really good one. Simply delight in your child. Just delight in them. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Take a strong interest in what they enjoy. And as they're getting older, you can do this more and more. Simply be together in order to send that message that they are important to you. And you want to be mindful of interacting with your child in warm and inviting ways. So hugs and embraces, playful smiles, eye contact and and warmth, all with an inviting voice will build that connection. So I think that's just such a wonderful way to build attachment and maintain it by simply delighting in them. Uh, Another way you can do this is, uh, you can definitely validate and help them manage their feelings. Yes. And, you know, I think about little ones. They are they, My little one, he gets so upset. He does not know what to do with all his feelings. And so I have to give him the words sometimes. And I say, I, I tell him, I say, Say, I'm mad. (laughs) And he says, I'm mad. (laughs) And then I give him a strategy to use maybe stomp your feet. You're mad. (laughs) So, um, but validate and help them manage their feelings. And as your child is learning to understand and, and regulate their emotions, you play the role of the safe haven. And this is a wonderful learning opportunity for them. Start just by noticing how your child is feeling. Help them name and label those emotions and then provide a message that all emotions are natural and they all serve a purpose. I love that. And for example, if your child is upset, you know, stay with them and guide them through managing that emotion so they can learn how to do that on their own. And my example, you can can pick what you want. That's just something we do to help him understand his feelings and then have an outlet versus throwing something. Just stomp your feet. That's more appropriate. (laughs) But um, it definitely is going to strengthen your attachment to your child and they are just going to have a stronger bond with you. And this, uh, this next one is so important, especially if you have older kids, set limits and guidelines. And I'm not saying you can't do that with younger ones. But I know once they get a certain age, it gets a little trickier. But this is AKA structure. So be mindful to maintain your family time and sacred time and avoid, uh, don't, I don't want to step on your toes, but. Avoid overscheduling your child and yourself to things that just keep taking you away from each other. You want to have a good balance. So you also want to consider placing some restrictions on their access to social media and digital devices so that you can continue to nurture that time that you're spending, that quality time in that parent-child relationship, your nurturing attachment. Also consider creating some guidelines around their peer contacts, who they hang out with, how often, and also your work schedule so that you are prioritizing that parent-child connection time. You want to be very intentional in spending time and nurturing the attachment. It tells them that you love them and you care about them. And so really, the takeaway here is that attachment is all about relationship. The relationship starts right when they're born and communication is key. And just be sure to communicate that you love your child unconditionally and that you are a safe, loving person who supports them no matter what. When you do this, just watch how loving and nurturing they will be with their own children. What a blessing. Oh, just to pass that down. So before we go, I promised I would give you two book recommendations and the links will be in the show notes and they are affiliate links and that helps me. So please use them to check out the books. And if you want uh, if you want to know, you know, more about how you can better attach and build those relationships, these are great book recommendations. So the first book I want to recommend is the Attachment Parenting Guide or the Attachment Parenting Book. It is a common sense guide to understanding and nurturing your baby. Wow. This one is really good for newer parents or parents who have babies or expecting. And I like this one because you have two child care experts. They're a husband and wife team, Dr. William Sears and Martha Sears. She's a registered nurse. And they explain the benefits, not just for the baby, but also for you and why we should be connecting with our children so early on. And the second recommendation is the book, The Connected Parent, Real Life Strategies for Building Trust and Attachment. And this one is great for all parents raising kids, whether it be your birth child or your foster child, your adopted child, This one was written by a renowned child development expert, Dr. Karen Purvis, and she includes actual scripts and very practical advice for the long haul. So it's for if you have children of all ages and what you can look forward to and how you can continue to nurture those relationships. And again, those links will be in the show notes and they are affiliate links and they help me out and I Really do appreciate when you use them. We help each other. I help you. You help me. I love helping. So, by now, I hope that you are thinking about how you want to continue nurturing and even strengthen your relationship with your child and how you actually plan to maybe welcome a new baby into your life. These are all such special moments that we can never take for granted. So here's your challenge. Become aware of how you're interacting with your child or plan to if you're expecting. And ask yourself, am I responding in a way that nurtures a healthy attachment relationship? Hopefully, the answer will be yes. Your loving reminder is that you can build and maintain a healthy attachment relationship with your child at any age. These things can be learned and the relationship can be developed. So be encouraged. Be encouraged. Well, Parent Warriors, I surely hope that this episode has blessed you. And if it has, simply hit the follow or subscribe button so that you don't miss any other episodes. And as you're thinking about that friend you want to share it with, that sister, that co-worker, hey, The information is in the link. You can share parentthemsuccessful.com. You can even take a screenshot and shoot it over to them in a text message. But just keep in mind that sharing these types of information platforms and these episodes really do make the biggest difference in someone else's parenting journey. And if you're the type of parent like me who is serious about better supporting your child's growth and development. Join my email list for more free content to help you on your parenting journey. You can reach it at StrongerMindsStrongerYouth.com. Join the list. And that will also be in the show notes. Hey, I do see. So much appreciate you. And I thank you for listening. So until next time, be blessed and love on your children.
1: Thank you for listening to the Parent Them Successful with licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. We're so glad you've joined us and would love to connect with you outside of the show. To find more information about our services, the Empower House Academy, or to take our quiz, What's Your Parenting Style? Go to StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. Feel free to email us directly at info at StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. We'd love to hear from you. Other ways to stay connected are on Instagram and Facebook by searching Stronger Mind, Stronger Youth and on Twitter at official underscore SMSY. Until next time, be well and love your children for they are a gift from the Lord.